Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to our live feed update for June 27th. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me today is Puya. How you doing, Puya? I'm doing amazing, Taryn. I'm excited to be back. Big Brother is upon us. Feeds are upon us. I made some cookies last night. I put them aside for you, but I did save you one, so you can have this cookie. Wow, that's just gross, Puya. Why are you making cookies? Did you put eggs in those cookies? I put eggs. I didn't wash my hands. I'm sorry. I, I, oh I'm sorry. God. I'm sorry. Oh my God. I just, Puya, I don't even want to be around you right now. If you're a lost man, they're good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's how people are treating Ovi. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad I'm here, Taryn. We gonna talk about stuff. <laughs> Imagine hating someone for making cookies. I I hate that you make cookies, Puya. I hate it. It makes me feel sad. You know, the legend, the immortal Angie Layton once said, all we need is more cookies. And here's Ovi many years later giving cookies and people are not happy. Like imagine being mad at someone for making delicious treats. Because everyone loves everyone's like the cookies are amazing. But we're gonna complain about them for hours on it. Because <laughs> damn these cookies. To hell. All right. So we are here to update you on everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 21 live feeds. And, uh, there was there was a, a decent amount here. Uh, you know, you know, less yesterday we tried to give you the, the 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 rundown of what was going on. Most of it, I think, was was fairly on point. Some of it maybe uh, we'll we'll have a little bit of a, a correction to make or maybe things are already shifting. Uh, so we'll try to give you uh, a, a sense of what happened yesterday. It was day nine in the house and uh, we had the veto competition. 
before the veto competition, uh, as I mentioned yesterday, right as we went live for the update, Cliff did give us a, a shout out on the feeds. That was very cool of Cliff. I, it was really funny the way he did it too. He was like drinking his coffee and like looking in a different direction. He was just yeah. like, uh, <laughs> shout out to uh, RHAP, Taryn, Brent, Melissa. Yeah, love you guys. It's great. Yeah, I love the just staring into nothing, but like saying meaningful things. I mm. appreciated that. <laughs> um, well, we should probably, uh, you know, the OV, the OV stuff. It happens throughout the day, yeah. Um, and it also happened yesterday, and we sort of talked about it yesterday. Uh, so probably uh, can just you know address it here before we go into the veto. Um, but uh, but yeah, there's they just hate OV, um, and it's. It's it's pretty bad. It's not great, Taryn. And like, you know, I said, I'm glad I'm here for that because, you know, as a pudgier brown guy that is in Canada now, I moved here from Dubai about eight years ago now. And I've definitely have been in this position. I've been in the OV spot. Um, obviously, it's kind of like it's not a it's an implicit bias. I feel like, they're, oh, he's different. He's just like being creepy and all that. And and like the thing Holly said about the Nick can grope me all day long, but not Ovi. Like, oh no, oh my god! And like, it just seems like I don't necessarily think they know what they're doing, right? I don't think that's what it is, but I definitely do feel like they are looking at him through this lens of he's different, but also we don't like him. He's a little creepy. Um, there was this one moment yesterday where um, he went to like he went towards Catherine, and then Catherine like woke up and like panicked on him and he apologized up and down and it, it looked so like i felt for him because he was like i'm so sorry i didn't mean it i'm so, i was in the wrong and Catherine apologized and then Catherine came from a spot of like she apologized she felt bad but the minute this happened all i could feel like everyone else is gonna have a field day with this like this is not great it's it's not a good position man i really feel for ov i really do because it's not easy coming into a into a place like this where you are somewhat different than everyone else. And like, obviously what we've heard from Ovi, what we've seen from his life on the preseason, he started a fraternity. He does well. People love him. He gives back. Like he does so much and he is appreciated. And I don't think Ovi feels attacked. There's been moments we've saw in the feeds last night where Ovi's just laying their naming house guests off one by one. I'm just being very complimentary towards them. So I don't even think he knows what's going on or he necessarily feels it. But I also think it's because he's had to deal with this before. But it just it's so charged. And like I was watching feeds after the veto and there was a solid like six, seven minutes where they just like went rounds roasting Ovi, roasting Ovi. Um, I don't remember who came into the room and was like, hey, so there's some uh, turkey bacon sitting around. Like, does anyone want it? Like, no, otherwise. OK, no. OK, so then Obi's going to have it. And then they leave and Sam looks and goes, well, there goes the turkey bacon. Like, yeah, Sam, you could have said I want it. You said no just to roast them. Like, that makes no sense, man. And like you got big man Jack over here. Cal Drogo or Cal Drago, he thinks he's like, man, okay, so he comes in and he's like, okay, so yeah, why is this guy like just not being shirtless? He's been wearing the same shirt since day three. He smells. I'm like, okay, man, not everyone has the confidence and the charisma to have a ugly tattoo that says, hi, my name is on your chest and still like walk around like your big cheese, big man on the block. Like not everyone's going to feel comfortable being that way. Like I feel like he's being ostracized for things that, Anyone else could have done and has gotten away with before, but for some reason, Ovi is just 
being taken and shredded apart by these people. And it is one of those things that is kind of clicky. You and Amon touched on it. We're like, we've seen, we've all been to high school, right? Most of us. And um, it's one of those things where cliques form and all, more often than not in a group of friends or in a high school situation, there is that one guy in the group that like everyone will roast. And that's the thing that brings them together. Lord knows I've been the guy that gets roasted and I'm kind of okay with it because it brings everyone together. And like, it's not like too malicious and I'm fine with it. But this just seems like they made their bonding. The bonding's done. Everyone's like in agreement, like, okay, we're not really feeling no Okay, we're all on the same page. But it just keeps, keeps, keeps happening. And uh, my favorite spot last night was, um, so it's very clear the guys are having fun with this in front of Ovi because they'll bring up the cookies. And then Nick is sitting there because uh, Tommy was like, why are you hiding them? And then Ovi was like, I'm not hiding them. I'm just putting them next to them. Like, they're, not, they're for everybody. Like, I'm not even eating them. And Nick and Sam are having a field day with this, just like kind of like stoking the fire and trying to like rise it up. And they're laughing about it. Obviously, it did seem like Ovi wasn't like too pressed about it. He thought it was just banter amongst bros. But from everything else we know, this just looked even worse to me. And um, it's just not great, Karen. It is not great. Not happy. No, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not good. Uh, it's, it's, it's really, I, I have never seen somebody so ostracized and so, uh, like trashed behind his back, that sort of thing, uh, without, like with such little provocation. Um, like when Ian was in the house in season Mm -hmm. 14, he was, you know, he was being kind of weird, right? Like, uh, at first, like he was, you know, do, yeah. doing weird things. They were watching him on the camera. He was like, uh, he was being a little weird. Um, you know, and, and we love Ian, uh, yeah. but, but like people were like, oh, this guy's kind of weird. And, but even then they weren't like totally trashing him all the time. They're just like, this guy's kind of weird. Uh, he's an easy target. Um, yeah. You know, even somebody like Steve, uh, who, you know, he, he caught, he caught some, some, some flack, uh, on season 17. People were making fun of him a lot. Um, and that was not super deserved, but at, at the same time, he was kind of awkward at times. And, you know, people were kind of, you know, uh, being like, ah, he's kind of awkward. He's kind of weird. And they were maybe a bit unfair, but, uh, Ovi is, is not that awkward. <laughs> Uh, he's not that weird and he has definitely, in my opinion, not done enough to warrant the extreme level of just like, uh, you know, how, you know, like, uh, he's, he's, uh, smelly. He's, uh, you know, like it, it, it definitely, again, combined with everything else that's going on and who's being targeted, it definitely looks very bad to me. Um, and, and I know it does to, to some other people. And, uh, I, I hope that, that, um, you know, this, this is Ovi's dream to be here. I hope that, uh, he is able to sort of get past this initial wave. I know that with both Steve and Ian, of course, they did manage to get past that initial wave and, uh, and, and, and make some kind of comeback. Um, so I hope that that's in the cards for Ovi here. But, uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is not great. Not, not fun. No, not fun at all. And like, obviously you mentioned these winners, these past winners who started off having a horrible week one. Josh even could be mentioned in the mix there, but, it all boils down to Ovi really hasn't done anything to deserve this like at all. Cause I remember when feet first came on and we're starting to hear these things. I'm like, okay, well I haven't watched anything yet. I had to work in the morning. So I'm like, I'll get back and I'll check, but it was just heartbreaking to see how this is all going down. And honestly, it is one of those things, which is weird because then you'll have stuff going on at night where some people are like, no, no, no you know, I can't, I trust him. Like, or like 
you know, they're saying, oh, yeah, yeah, we can keep him till like week three, week four. And it's like, there's obviously like there's levels of we're okay with him. But at the same time, there's just this negative energy regarding him and anything he touches, anything he does is just not being appreciated, not being taken as a normal thing. And um, it is problematic. And optically speaking, like has been mentioned, not looking good right now. Yes. Um, so, you know, of course, uh, caveat being, uh, the, the one, the one complaint about, uh, Ovi touching the women. We haven't, I have, haven't personally seen that at all. Um, of course, that is theoretically a valid complaint. Uh, and I don't want to, uh, say that, no. that it's not, um, uh, you know, in the event that, that it is. Um, but, Absolutely. uh, but beyond, beyond that, because I haven't seen that at all myself and, uh, you know, anything else. I haven't seen anything to, to warrant, uh, any of that. And that's, that's not the primary cause of why most of them are, are making fun of him for, uh, the various things that, uh, that's going on there. So, uh, yeah, hopefully, yeah. hopefully we can, uh, just, they can chill. Yeah. Yeah. The, for the most part, things we've heard is that he was like giving up massages and then, um, people were like, have they talked to him about it? Maybe he's not doing that anymore, but the primary stuff that we've seen, it's a lot about, these damn eggs and the cookies and the fact that he's making the cookies with the eggs and that he's wasting my eggs. No one like that kind of like there's that. And then there's these frustrations about BO and then the fact that. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't. It's a lot. It's a lot, Taryn. It's a lot. to And it's also so weird because like, I can't like he in the outside world seems to be just a very popular everyone loves him kind of guy and yeah. it's and, and that's like another thing of just like it's there's something off here it seems um but uh all right that's 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 Ovi we'll, we'll move on from Ovi for now here and, and let you know what was happening uh, outside of the Ovi stuff here uh, in the house so the feeds went down for the veto for a while um, but when they finally came back up we saw that Sam is going to be the winner of the veto and immediately uh, well first of all they were like standing in a circle talking about the veto competition when the feeds come back up which is like I'm so not used to that with people yeah. in Canada <laughs> Um, but, uh, but, uh, the Catherine is immediately going to go and start crying, um, in the, uh, in the bedroom. And that's because she's paranoid that, uh, that, you know, she's something's not going to happen and she's, she's going to get sent home. Um, and so she's going to cry to Holly and Jackson. Um, in particular, she's really concerned that, uh, that she's like, she's, she's freaking out mm-hmm. because she doesn't want to be like Rachel who freaked out and was sent home and she's yeah. freaking out about that. She doesn't yeah. want to do that. Yeah. She does not want to get reverse backdoored, which is a great term that she has now come up with and coined, which we'll find a definition for at some point. I feel like, yeah, for the first like hour, hour and a half of the fees, uh, Catherine just isolated herself in her room and just had a couple people. Most for the most part, it was Holly and Jackson. there trying to console her. Um, she was worried. She wasn't happy with her performance in the uh, veto, which, also, um, we know that Casey has hosted this veto competition. So Tommy didn't get the host, but yeah, he was Casey excited. Was out there. Yeah, poor Tommy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. I think it was something like they had to catch things, like the one that Casey won. Yeah, that's slow mo, like throwing stuff towards their face, and they have to grab because, like, apparently there was some magic onion that Sam caught, and this onion has blossomed into a win for him. 
Yes. Uh, so then we had uh, Jack and Nick talking with, uh, or they were talking by themselves initially. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Jack was was saying, "Okay, Nick, when we get to the final final eight, what we need to do is we need to make a final five. We just know like right away. So like like who who you think? Like me, you, uh, sis, Christy, uh, and then who do you think was the fifth? Like uh, like Tommy or Sam? And then uh, before Nick can even answer, uh, Sam walks in, <laughs> uh, and they start talking about using the veto. Whether what do you want to do, Sam? It's like I don't know. I mean, uh, probably probably use it. Like I don't know. Like uh, I was thinking maybe maybe Cliff and uh, Jack was kind of like ah, I mean it doesn't even matter, does it? Like you could not use it on Cliff. You could use it on Catherine, and uh, it doesn't even matter because it would be unanimous anyway. But uh, I mean whatever. Um, and Nick was kind of like yeah, but we should probably use it on cliff is what I'm thinking is probably the better one. And Sam was like, yeah, that's kind of what I was leaning. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll use it on, we'll use it on cliff and uh, I'll say it's cause like we're both dads and stuff. So, uh, yeah. like, yeah, cause he, I'm a dad and he's a dad. And so I gotta, I gotta use it on him. Um, <laughs> very, very, uh, high level strategy talk going on. Oh yeah, definitely. Big dad energy coming into play. He's very, um, he's like, yeah, no, and like Nick was like, yeah, he's been through a lot. And, uh, you know, we love him. Everyone loves Cliff. Everybody loves Cliff. He's the new Raymond. It's great. <laughs> I love that everyone loves Cliff. Really happy about this. And obviously it was very clear that, okay, this is where the veto is going to go. This conversation is what stemmed my favorite moment of the whole night, game speaking. Because when they're talking about all this stuff, about the alliances, um, like, okay, so what do you think of, uh, what do you think stage five? And then um, Sam kind of looks dead and doesn't understand what's going on. He's like, yeah, dude, we're talking alliances, bro. He's like, oh, we dropping A-bombs? Oh, okay. It's like, come on, Sam. Wake up. Smell yeah. the coffee. It's like, so, so, so I was thinking about like a five, uh, thinking of like stage stage five, and uh, Sam was like, state what? What are you saying? Uh, and Nick is like, alliance, dummy. Oh, we're dropping A-bombs. Oh, oh man. Oh, what are we going to call it? Like, stage five, we just just said it. He is tragic. And what else is tragic? The name stage five. Really weird, not great name. They're really excited about it because it's like, oh, stage five sent him right out the back door. What Uh, was the hand movement like? Yeah, it was like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's like karate chop. Like, yeah, no, that's Sam's. That's Sam's input into the alliance. So if you see that all season, blame Sam. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so, so, you know, without, without Nick answering the question, I guess, uh, Jack was just like, Sam is in it. It's Sam. Um, and this is going to happen a lot with Jack. Uh, Mm -hmm. so Catherine is still going to be sort of like, paranoid about yeah. everything and uh <laughs> freaking out yeah she's gonna be talking to jess and Je- i mean lots of people are gonna kind of take turns comforting yeah. Catherine. um but in particular with jess she talks about wanting to target bella um Catherine is is really the one person in the house that's uh really gunning for bella she claims it's because bella is close to kemi um but uh everyone knows that it's because bella is close to jackson Exactly. The the new the future roommates. She is not liking that that deal. 
at all. So that's why Catherine's looking at Bella. Yes. Uh, we also had Jack and Tommy, uh, where Jack, so Jack with his fresh new stage five alliance where, uh, you know, only three of them know about it so far. Uh, he is now moving on to Tommy, who was the other option to bring into the final five. And he says, Hey, Tommy, we need to make a final five. Another one. We already have a final three. We need to. We need to pump that up, make it a final five. Uh, so within the eight, within the five, and, and the three. That's what we got going on, Tommy. Uh, what are you thinking? Um, and Tommy's like, uh, we bring in, what, Sis and Holly? He's like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. What about Christy, though? And Tommy was like, well, I thought we were already doing Chris. I thought Christy was in the three. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 I got that. Uh, but well, don't you think we need a guy? And he's like, ah, I mean, maybe, okay, maybe Jackson, maybe Jackson, bring in Jackson. Uh, okay, but that's six. So, you know, <laughs> we need five. Do your math. Um, Jack is really just, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I tweeted this out. It's just like, like, who does Jack want to be in a final five with? It's everyone. He wants yeah. everyone in his final five. And this is uh, this is exactly what I was sort of imagining I was going to get from Jack based on what I saw the day before. And he mm-hmm. is not letting me down in terms of how bad he is at this game. Yeah, no, definitely. And his reasoning is because the arrogance of this guy. Right. So we you guys talked about yesterday how everybody's kind of like, you know, Jack, he's so hot. He's so amazing. He knows what what's going on he's got everyone but oh my god he's so hot jack knows this because the arrogance has definitely built up this reasoning for doing these final fives to tommy was you know i just i just like to call dibs i want to call dibs to start this off and kind of have our five within the eight so that when we get there we know what's going on and then let everybody fight good keep that to yourself you're telling this to a lot of people he's named a lot of people he is Twice in two different scenarios, he's left Jackson out of this. He, when he was talking with Sam and Nick, doesn't bring up Jackson as an option. When he's talking to Tommy, doesn't bring up Jackson until Tommy brings up Jackson. Like, this is some loose lips, sink ships kind of scenario where if he doesn't have someone within the power that's with him in the next couple of weeks, all of this is going to blow up in his face. It's going to be very obvious what's going on. Obviously, the people he's aligning with have mentioned a couple times in the last two days that should we get to eight? He's the first one gone. So Jack is doing himself no favors by jacking himself up and like trying to be this big man in the house and trying to get all these alliances calling dibs because everyone's seeing through what he's doing. It's not, not a great player. Yeah. Uh, Amanda in the chat said, uh, Jack is ugly now. And I just read that in Eddie's voice from Big Brother Canada 7. <laughs> I'm saying this to his face, but he is ugly. <laughs> uh, yeah, people uh, people really turned on on Jack, even even in the looks department, I guess. Yeah, I, I'm you, telling you, man, you gotta you gotta keep the personality there. The looks, uh, they they can't stand up to it. Yeah, the personality, and then when you've got this um, weird tattoo, which I'm not getting over, this is a really bad tattoo. Like I know tribal tattoos, we've everyone universally thinks are awful. This is also really awful. Not great. Uh, worse or better than uh, than Sam's badass arm tattoo? Oof! Now we're splitting hairs here. <laughs> I still think I still think Sam's tattoo is worse because Sam also doesn't have any redeeming classic good looks to mask the tattoo. 
it's kind of like bad and bad yeah there yeah all right uh so uh bella is going to talk a little bit with sis about wanting to maybe give kemi a pity vote um you know like do you think people would be mad at me if i just voted to keep kemi in the game i know it's going to be like uh you know unanimous so maybe just not making it unanimous with my one vote do you think people would be upset about that like oh maybe <laughs> maybe 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 talk to people about it i don't know i'm not sure um this is definitely not great from bella um i i i wish i were seeing better things from bella uh but you know she is very very close to kemi and is just like completely letting kemi go which was not great in the first place um and now she is going to sort of publicly be like and also here's how close i was with her i'm gonna you know give her this vote um it's uh it's not great it's not great um i'm i'm hoping that uh that something can turn around here but uh, i don't love this direction from bella yeah no i and i think we've seen glimmers obviously bella's a very entertaining player i'm very excited to have bella the drs are going to be explosive i'm here for all of that she's had a couple good reads too she was the one where um during the the rounds people were making to Catherine. she was one of the ones who uh she is the one that sees through what cliff is doing she's like everyone loves cliff Cliff kind of knows what he's doing. He's playing up this old man persona and it's working. So she has good reads. I do think she has good reads. This was a mistake though, because if you truly are in a position where you're like, well, okay, I'm going to sacrifice someone I'm really close with, but it'll get me further. It'll lock me in with a bunch of other people. I have more numbers like with me. Good. Don't waffle, especially don't waffle when the nominations haven't been set now. Like let the veto ceremony happen. Let it be like a day or two before eviction. If you even want to float the idea, you could have easily gone rogue and done this anyway. I mean, obviously then people would like lean over to it being her anyway. So that's a thing, but that's what I'm saying is that just wait. It's way too soon for you to even bring this up. Even if you're feeling this type of way about it, do not waffle yet. There's still so many loose pieces. So this is not a good thing, especially because it's going to get back. It's going to make its rounds. Yes. And the more that I see from the cast and, and, and these people, the more I'm really just feeling like it's, it was such a mistake for Bella to throw Kemi under the bus in the way that she, she has uh, and to be so gung ho about getting Kemi out. Kemi is like, Bella is Kemi's only person. Uh, like that's pretty valuable in the house. And it's, when we're talking about who's going home this week, it's either Kemi who is, you know, who who's only has Bella mm-hmm. or Catherine, who is the only person targeting Bella. It's a, it's the most clear vote imaginable. Um, and from what I can tell, like, basically the only reason Kemi's being targeted, or at least the main reason Kemi's being targeted comes from Bella and what she told the group about what Kemi was saying. Um, like, oh, not not great. And and at the very least, I think she should try to be walking this back a little bit. Like, oh, you know what? Kemi's actually been saying some nice things lately, mm-hmm. uh, especially given what happens a little bit later in the night where uh, we're going to learn that Christy is starting to doubt the decision to target Kemi. I think that if Bella were you know, aware enough to know that was going on. She could get in there and help push uh, Christy in that direction. But, uh, you know, instead she's uh, focused on some other things, which, you know, obviously sometimes inevitable, but uh, I, I want to see, I want to see more from Bella here because I think she's in a position to do some good. 
Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And the problem here is that it's not really set in stone. So anything could happen. She does have the wiggle room here to play with to potentially keep Kemi by dropping in crumbs of information like that or falses, falsities or whatever have you. She can definitely make this work. It is possible. As you mentioned, Christy is kind of second guessing everything. Um, there is a lot of back and forth. The power struggle is real and live. So it's still possible. So if, um, Bella wakes up this morning and decides, hmm, maybe I can salvage this. I'm here for that. So we'll see how that all plays out. Um, I have not lost hope on Bella at all. I think uh, no matter how this week goes, I think she could still do a lot of good with the type of player she is and the information at hand and how the house is set up. But I think saving Kemi and getting rid of Catherine would be very effective for her because should Catherine win HOH next week, we all know that Bella's going to touch the block at least once. Yeah. Um, and, and even even beyond just like being directly targeted, just the fact that somebody is talking bad about you and putting you out there in the universe mm-hmm. as like, hey, look out for this person. This person's dangerous. Like having that person go home is just very valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, but and having an ally that likes you is also very valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. Uh, so as I mentioned, Christy is starting to doubt the plan to target Kemi. Uh, she is getting uh, a little bit emotional herself. Uh, she talks to, um, uh, or sorry, that's a little bit later. Uh, <laughs> uh, first she talked to Jackson, um, where they, and she, I think she was already starting to, to doubt the plan a little bit here, but, um, it doesn't get, uh, uh more, uh, it doesn't get worse until later. Um, but she's talking to Jackson about how, uh, you know, people, he, uh, Jackson is, is talking about how people are noticing how Close Bella and Nick are starting to become, um, and that's one of the uh, the storylines from the day as well, or at least the night. Is that uh, we, you know, there were rumors that uh, that you know Nick and Bella had been kissing at one point. Uh, it seems like those were true rumors. Uh, maybe not at the moment that they thought they were happening, but uh, it has happened at one point. Uh, but they're not like super sold on actually being together. Um, you know, a lot of these quote unquote showmances are like, uh, it almost feels like a lot of people are kind of like showmancing their second or third choice. Um, (laughs) 
Mostly because Sis is in there and Sis is like everyone's first choice, but nobody's going for it. Yeah, there was like, I don't want to step on this person's toes. So everyone's avoiding Sis. Um, but uh, but anyway, so uh, Jax is talking about Bella and, and Nick a little bit. Uh, I'm not sure if he is concerned for them or if he is uh, maybe a little bit, you know, a little bit jealous himself of how close Bella is with Nick. Um, but uh, they do talk about not wanting to be seen as duos themselves because, uh, you know, he's like, you know, I don't want to be seen as like uh, with Catherine. Like that's uh, that's not what's going on. Like I'm not it's not like that with Catherine. Um, and, you know, I, I, I don't want people to see you and, and Jack the same way. And Christy was like, oh, I hope people don't see me and Jack like that because it's not like that. Um, and Jackson's like, oh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Jackson, of course, being like the main person who talks about them being in love. Um, yeah. So uh, Catherine is, is again explaining like, you know, I'm not not into Jack like that. Uh, you know, uh, he, he, he's, he's a good guy, but, um, and, and, uh, Jackson is going to start explaining about how, uh, you know, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe I've like hooked up with a cat at one point, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, she's more like a friend, you know, like, uh, you know, I'd go hook up with other people and it would be, it'd be fine. We'd be like close friends and stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, I really, I mean, I, I, I'd want to, you know, shoot my shot with, uh, with, sis um which is just a really poorly worded sentence yeah like this is not the right nickname for you to say something like this at all man yeah um but i don't want to step on jack's toes because as we all know men own the women that they're interested in um so (laughs) this dumb bro cody nonsense of like and like you we all know jack's personalities I, I want to call dibs so you know that's in play with these people not great yeah and his thing of like yeah you know Catherine's a type of girl like if we went to vegas and i hooked up with a bunch of people like she'd be supportive and she'd be into that and like that'd be cool and if i have an opportunity like we, were, we were talking like if i have an opportunity to do it in this house why not that's why we kind of went for it it's like who are these people <laughs> why are these people not great and then obviously chrissy's mentioned this a bunch of times last night where if I'm going to be assumed to be in a showman's, I better be in a showman's. Otherwise, like, I am not okay with that. I'm not getting any of the benefits of being in a showman's, and I'm just being deemed as being in one. So she doesn't like that, and he doesn't want to be attached to her. And the Nikki Bella, which is a re- female wrestler, so we're going to call them Nikki Bella if they're together, because that's an actual person. So the Nikki Bella connection is definitely something that people are noticing a lot more, which also kind of attaches itself to what we said about Bella earlier, where... You don't want your name being put out there by someone, especially when people are starting to notice you're paired up or they think you're paired up with somebody. So that's also not good for those two. Mm. Yeah, I, I think we've we finally figured out how to end showmances in Big Brother. It's it's uh, put the two of the hottest people in the house who are <laughs> eligible but make them impossible to actually be in a relationship with. And then other people will try to get in relationships, but they'll always be like, yeah, but I like this other person more. (laughs) Yeah. 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 We could, we are on the way to potentially not have anything really happen this season, which is great because there's plenty of that going on on love Island. I don't want (laughs) to give it that much clout, but love Island is going to have that. Um, Which just quick side note. Did you see the photo of Bailey? Uh, Swaggy C, Winston, and Brett all together on what looks like a Love Island type scenario. I did not. Yeah, that and might be happening. I didn't realize Brett and Winston uh, were on Love Island. <laughs> 
They very well could be is what I well, I saw a picture. I don't know how much um, I know about that. But yeah, so the Nikki, I want to talk about the, no, I keep saying Nikki now, the Nick Bella thing I want to kind of talk about uh, because it does look like they're like into each other. But from what it sounds like, Bella is either staying, currently living with her, I don't know if it's current boyfriend, past boyfriend, but it's a scenario like that where they don't want to kind of like do anything to jeopardize that, or at least that's what Nick keeps saying. So that's a thing that we'll probably touch on later because this conversation did happen later. Yes. Uh, so uh, we they are. So Jackson and, and Christy also talked about um, that they want Jess out next. A lot of people want Ovi out yeah. next, but they actually would like to keep Ovi around a little bit longer and go for Jess. Now, that's pretty, uh, you know, obvious when it comes to Jackson. Uh, we saw in the first night of feeds that Jess is basically gunning for Jackson, um, talking about how he's untrustworthy. So, uh, I mean, if anything, Jackson should want uh, Jess out this week. Um, mm-hmm. But... He does want to take uh, a shot at Jess instead of Ovi, if possible. And Je- uh, uh, Christy seemed on board with that idea. Christy is one of the uh, people who is a little bit more like, hey, guys, like, let's be maybe a little bit nicer to Ovi. Let's like try to think of him as an actual human being that has feelings and wants to get uh, along with people. Um, she still complains about him, but uh, she's mm-hmm. a little bit more understanding uh, or at least trying to be. Um, so uh, I, I think she's not as gung ho about it's really it's it's interesting watch watching because initially you got the sense that like, oh, everybody just wants to target Ovi, um, but then like the more you hear people actually talk about it, you have people like Jack who is like, yeah, Ovi sucks, but I don't want to target him because he loves me. He loves uh, he eats out of the palm of my hand. He just he's in love with me. I can make him do whatever I want. Uh, I don't want to get rid of him yet. Um, And then, you know, you have. Uh, you know, people like Jackson, who's like, oh, well, I don't, I don't, I don't want Ovi out yet. At least, like, I have other people I want to go after first. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christy, who doesn't want Ovi out yet, we're gonna learn later that Cliff, uh, you know, likes Ovi. Um, you know, and he he would, you know, we'll we'll, we'll talk about Cliff, but uh, <laughs> like a lot of people like seem to to be like, I don't really actually want to target Ovi. Um, but he is just like the general consensus, just like everyone's going to target him. But the people that actually want to target him are are, are kind of few and far between. Um, and it seems like the main person here that wants to target Ovi is actually Nick. Um, and that Nick is kind of the person who is putting it out there that, uh, hey, we need to be targeting Ovi. Um, and Nick is a pretty powerful player in the game right now um because apparently uh Ovi you know Ovi had one of the things that that made Ovi an outcast was something to do with Kemi Kemi throwing Ovi's name out there talking about Ovi Ovi got caught talking about Nick or something along those lines then Nick uh kind of turned Ovi into a target um but if if Nick does not retain as much influence and power as he does, uh, I could see Ovi surviving for a few more weeks if that's uh, if that's in the cards for him. But, uh, you know, Jackson, Christie, they don't want Ovi gone next. No. And honestly, it's kind of like to go back to those clicks for a second. There is always that one person within that group who is like the one everyone roasts and like that bonds everyone together. You take that person out. Someone has to replace them. Mm-hmm. The ecosystem shuffles over. So you kind of want to keep him because he's like, the he's. you don't know it, but he's the glue. 
kind of thing. Like, you it's don't know true. it, but yeah, you guys need to make fun of him to keep your bond going. Once he leaves, what are you going to make fun of each other? That's going to cause problems. So as much as everyone's like, oh, OV, and like everyone's like, OV's the easy vote. Always, no one really wants him out. There are quote unquote bigger fish to fry. They need OV to stay. So I, and I feel like that's exactly the kind of time OV needs to work all this out. Cause it does seem like a lot of this is stemming from like not really anything concrete. So it's enough that he can easily erase it and redo it. Just the other things will happen eventually and along the timeline. And I think OV will be fine. He just needs to make it through like the next two weeks. Okay. True story in middle school, I okay. was part of a group of people that I didn't particularly like. They were very mean to one of the the people in the group. I left the group um, and I decided I want to I want to end this group. They're toxic. Um, so I convinced the person that was being made fun of to leave the group and find better better friends. And yeah. As soon as that person left, they they started making fun of somebody else who couldn't take it as well no. as the guy that was initially being made fun of. And so that person left and eventually is soon the entire group disintegrated. It's yeah. it's very it's very you're very on point with that. <laughs> yeah. No, it's definitely real. It's a real thing. Like cuz some people have thick skin, they can just take it. They know what's going on. Like that's why I usually fall on that spot cuz I'm like it doesn't bother me. Like everyone wants to make fun. I'll make fun back. It's all good. But you need that person. Little do you know that person is the most important person in the group. Once that person leaves, it's in shambles. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. There's a, there's a middle school Terrence story. Um, so uh, we get to Jessica and Nicole and they are talking about uh, about the whole situation with Kemi and uh, how, uh, you know, basically um, they're like, you know, it doesn't it doesn't look great. The Kemi, like they are, they they are sort of recognizing what I think a lot of people on the outside are recognizing, which is that uh, it looks kind of racist if uh, if Christy puts up Kemi for no obvious reason, um, yeah. like because it's not like Kemi's blown up or has like done anything crazy, uh, and you know it's, it doesn't look great. They're talking about this in the house, um, and uh, Nicole is like, I, I kind of hope Kemi stays and uh and goes after them that'd be great yeah and i this is kind of like the point of the night where we start seeing like there's there's possibility here there's wiggle room here there could be a shift because um christy mentions like her thing is like i have no reason to put kemi out and like that this is the underlying whole thing with kemi is that there is no real reason as much as jack wants to sit in a room and say she comes in into conversations weird and makes faces to mock like that is not a real thing. That is not a real thing. It's not canon. And it again, optically, this looks horrendous <laughs> because the names on all the lips are, okay, first Kemi, then Ovi, then Jessica. Like, come on, come on. And like, it's, it's nice to see that this is a thing other house guests are noticing and, and not everyone's just blind to it. Yes. So, uh, so yeah, they talk about that. Um, Ovi does join them, uh, and he says, uh, you know, he, he also kind of hopes that Kemi doesn't get, uh, you know, uh, targeted, but he is concerned that if she is targeted, that, uh, she's going to start throwing them under the bus and him in particular, he says that's happened before. Um, so this is kind of what I was referring to earlier, where apparently, uh, Kemi is one of the reasons why Ovi got caught talking about Nick, um, 
that sort of came from Kemi, who I assume went to Bella and then Bella exposed it to the rest of the group. Um, mm-hmm. And so he's worried that if Kemi is nominated, that Kemi, uh, you know, will start to go into panic mode and start throwing people under the bus, him in particular. But even uh, people like Jess or Nicole uh, could start getting thrown under the bus as well. Um, so he's worried about that. Yeah. And I feel like it's somewhat of a valid concern because you think about survival mode, right? So if she is on the block, looks like all hope is lost you're getting backdoored, then you stay, then it's like, well, I almost died. I have, I have no fear anymore. So that is kind of a valid concern. I've ever, at the same time, it's like, again, like, don't worry, Ovi. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I don't know. I mean, we're looking at it from the outside. I just, I have never felt more confident that the, this big alliance is not going to implode next week. Like, it just looks like such a hot mess. There's so many moving pieces. There are people within these alliances that don't trust each other. There are people that saying they trust Ovi more than they trust Jack. Like everything is going to turn on its head instantly. So I understand why Ovi's worried because obviously he probably kind of feels like he knows what's going on with like, you know, this could happen to me again. But there's so much that could happen with these people, this group of people. Yes. Uh, so Cliff is going to talk with Sam and Nick. He's going to ask Sam uh, about like what he is thinking about for the veto. And Sam lets him know that he's leaning toward using the veto on Cliff. Uh, this is obviously great for Cliff. He likes that idea. Um, and so he's like, yeah, I, I, I would love to work with you guys. You know, like uh, use the veto on me. We can work together like uh, we can make something happen here. Um, and they uh, they're like, cool. Uh, and they, so they 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 sort of give him the test. Uh, so, uh, you know, what would you do? What would you do if you uh, if you won HOH? Who would you target? Um, and so Cliff says, you know, oh, I, 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 you know, I don't know. I mean, I like everyone, but I'd probably, you know, I'd probably target somebody like uh, like Jessica and then uh, put put Ovi on the block as well. Um, you know, Jessica, she's been talking about like this girl power agenda. So that's not great for us guys, you know. Um, and, uh, yeah, I like Ovi. I know Ovi likes me, but I also know that, uh, you know, uh, other people don't like Ov. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to distance myself from him, so uh, that's probably what I would do. Um, so, obviously, uh, I'm not sure if that's genuinely what Cliff would do. Uh, if he is genuine, because I mean, basically, he, I mean, basically, he's telling them what they want to hear. Um, yeah. that, that Nick, he knows. I imagine he knows Nick wants Ov out. That's a pretty out there thing. Um, mm-hmm. So. If he was close to Ovi and he's talking with people who have the veto and are talking about using the veto on you, of course, you're going to say this. Um, So I don't know how much we can take this at face value. Um, Obviously, it wouldn't be the worst move in the world if he was able to integrate himself with these guys. Um, So maybe he is actually trying to get with them and is willing to uh, do what it takes to go there. Um, I doubt that he plans on winning HOH. I doubt that if he actually won HOH, he would make a move against somebody like Ovi. Uh, I think he knows better than that, um, that he doesn't have to be the one to do that. It would be very bad for him to be the one to do that. Um, so uh, just, you know, it, it, it's something to think about here. Uh, I still am not entirely sure where Cliff's head is at game wise and where he actually wants to go and where he actually would go if given the opportunity. But uh, he is definitely, of course, telling these people what they want to hear. Yeah, and I think um, it's a smart play because it's a situation where it's kind of like reaffirming, hey, so if one of you win HOH next week, 
know that I will vote one of these two out because these are the people I would have put up. So you you can use me as a vote, a.k.a. don't put me on the block next to them. So I think that's kind of the play here is like, I don't want to be sitting on the block again, which um, I think would work really well for him, especially because little does he know everyone already kind of doesn't want him to touch the block because he's been through a lot. <laughs> so that works out. Also, shout out to Cliff's son. We got a lovely moment with yes. Cliff. everyone saying happy birthday. We got to watch that. So that was nice. He's proud um, of the man he's become. Yeah, oh, that was so touching. In a, in a in a house where we've had a lot of problems the last couple of days, Cliff just stays being the best. So shout out to Cliff. Um, and yeah, no, I think he just doesn't want to be on the block, and I think he's playing it well. I think he knows that if worse comes to worse, one of these go, one of these people go, then I am fine, and that's all I think he cares about right now is just not sitting on the block, which is good because I have a feeling that out of the first, you know how like usually someone sits on the block is like okay, well they've been on the block now, we can just keep putting them up. I think Catherine's looking to be more like that if she stays than Cliff is. So mm-hmm. yeah. yes, Nick's Nick's plan if he wins the next HOH is to put up uh, Ovi and Catherine. Catherine has the pawn. Um, So uh, she just has no social capital. Uh, Cliff Cliff is a fantastic pawn, but everyone (laughs) likes him so much. They don't want to do that to him. Uh, And that's uh, that's pretty impressive socially. Uh, We'll see how how long it holds, though. Um, Mm -hmm. Cliff does suggest that he would love to work with Nicole if he could. That, that, you know, getting Nicole involved in this group of people would be great. it feels obvious to me that, uh, you know, Cliff is doing what he can to be like, I'm targeting the people you want to target, but anybody else that's not involved with the obvious big group, I would love to keep them safe and bring them in if possible, uh, because the more outsiders he's able to pull in with him, the better. Um, so he does mention Nicole. They talk about liking Nicole um, mm-hmm. and, and being, you know, potentially on board with that. Obviously, this is mostly lip service, uh, I think, from Nick and uh, and Sam. Um, you know, they would they're more on board with working with the big group right now. But uh, but this is a connection that's happening here uh, that could come into play later on. Yeah, yeah, no, from so what we're looking at, like we mentioned, there's this big alliance, but then everyone's kind of somewhat at least open to feelers and seeing what else is available just in case they have to quote unquote grab a life vest and jump out of this alliance at any point. So you got Jack figuring out his stuff, and this is kind of an opening for them because they like Cliff. And if Cliff wants to, if they go with Cliff and Cliff brings in Nicole, that's even better for them. So it is lip service. But I think it's positive lip service because they know that if they really have to, they could probably make that swing. I, I'm st- I'm starting to feel like I have like a small theory brewing in my head uh, that uh, I think one of the reasons why we've we we just saw Big Brother Canada Seven, an all male alliance, just dominate. We saw the Brigade also dominate. Uh, but we see a lot of these like uh, usually bigger alliances, but even smaller ones uh, with mixed genders. Uh, they seem to have more of an issue, and I'm starting to wonder because it's definitely happening here in Big Brother Twenty One. Mm-hmm. Maybe showmances are the bane of a line of like these early dominant, potentially dominant alliances because it's Jackson being jealous of Jack and Christie. It's, uh, Catherine being jealous of Bella and Jackson. It's uh, Holly and Nick getting too close and making people worried. Um, it's Jack being too good looking. Uh, it's, it's like um, it's it's really. But but when the, when it's uh, when it's four straight guys, uh, even then 
showmances are usually the biggest cracks in the alliance. Oh, we yep. got to be worried about Adam and Sam. Adam and yeah. Sam. But Sam is not part of the alliance. So it's easier to get it to get it going. Uh, and thinking about Big Brother 17, um, when there was the big alliance that formed. Obviously, Vanessa was instrumental in, in breaking that apart. But part of that was uh, was with, um, you know, uh, what's her name? Uh, Clay and 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 Shelly. Yeah, Shelly. Clay and Shelly. Uh, they, they got together and that made some people upset. And uh, and that was part of what Vanessa was able to use to crack that thing wide open. Um, something to think about. Yeah, now I think there's a, this theory has legs, big yeah. legs, because it does come to a point where you kind of look at the numbers around, especially if they're all in your alliance. You're like, well, this eight just kind of became a seven because all I need to do is piss one of them off. And now I don't have two people instead of not having one person. That's one less person I can rope in into my inner circle. So that power struggle is the case. And God, it's like, I don't understand if this theory is stemming into so then people trying to go in for showmances are great because they're definitely not. Um, I think it's great when they go in for it and it causes the paranoia, not when it happens and then it's locked in and then everyone's good with it. That's well, what we don't. Want. Yeah, I mean, I mean, think about it like uh, Faute last <laughs> season. Um, they they imploded because of the Fessy uh, showmance with um, with Haley. Uh, yeah. the Caitlin and, and Fessy and, and Haley and all of that. Uh, and level six did not get into a showmance until no. much later. Um, and by the time that happened, they were already very solidified. And, and by the time that started to happen, that's when they eventually broke up. Yeah. Yeah. They had, yeah. The Faute started, uh, during, uh, with a lot of turbulence. It was during the turbulence time, but when, uh, Tangela started, that was during cruise control. So like it was already they had locked it in. Everything was fine. Everyone had established these relationships. The closenesses sees was all there. So that kind of like was harmless for the alliance, really, as opposed to when Fauci started. So, yeah, no, this theory definitely has legs. I'm here for this. Yeah. All right. Uh, so um, Christy starts to, as I said, uh, she's starting to doubt about uh d- doubt the plan to nominate kemi uh she's she's like i i have no reason to target kemi i i, I have no issue with kemi she is she's not a problem for me uh mm. so she goes to tommy she starts talking to tommy about this uh she feels like she's making this move for other people it's other people's moves and she's uh she's making them for them um she says uh, like the only the only thing i can point to is that uh if i get rid of kemi then that's one less person i have to compete a- against in week three when i when we do the activity competition yeah I have yeah. no idea how this works. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> yeah. I, I was excited to talk about this just because I thought maybe you'd know a little bit more, have a better feeling, but it sounds like they've split it up. So like next week, a, a small cross section plays the week after it goes back to the people that played this week, something along those lines where it's like, not everyone's competing for it every week. Yeah. Not everyone's going into Austin's trailer. So uh, yeah, it seems, it seems as though it's, it's a, it's a certain group of people and it's, already been decided they know what week they're going to play in the activity competition super strange uh but i guess you should expect that from a competition that's name is activity uh Dumb. but yeah it's it's really weird uh i i, I guess that um <clears throat> 
when it comes to the people that competed in this week's Wacktivity competition. They are speculating that uh, the people that competed won a power. Um, But they also, you know, they talked about Kemi potentially being a person that won a power. Right. Uh, So clearly Kemi competed in this week's, uh, but then she's also going to compete in week three. Theoretically, Mm. Um, they also talked about Cliff being somebody that might have a power. Um, Personally, I and I tweeted this out. I feel like if somebody does have a power, uh, I would think that Cliff might actually be one of the people in contention because nobody has talked about having a power with anybody else. And I think there are very few people in this house that are capable of keeping it to themselves or that would keep it to themselves. Uh, Cliff is one of those people, although he has been, uh, I guess, while we're doing this update, talking to the cameras. And I hope that he would have told us uh, to the cameras if he did have a power. So perhaps not Cliff. Um, And if not Cliff, then maybe somebody like Nicole, who I feel like is keeping things closer to uh, uh, her chest. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, people without super, super close allies that they would reveal this to um, or people like uh, maybe even Tommy. Uh, in the in the sort of like Tyler position where he does have people he could tell, but he's savvy enough to not tell them. Um, so, you know, people like that, I would definitely would not expect somebody like Jack uh, or even maybe Nick. Um, you know, Nick is, is now told Bella as well that he's a therapist. So he's not exactly the best secret keeper, even though I was <laughs> getting uh, good vibes from him earlier in the day. Um, I think it was mostly because I tweeted out like, man, Nick is giving me good vibes. It seems like he's able to keep information to himself. But that was that was during the Sam and Jack conversation. Uh, where like Sam was like the A-bomb and Jack was just like blurting out final fives and Mm. Nick just in contrast looked fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It was around that time where I tweeted, I was like, yeah, so I've been hearing Derek Jr. And I see that for right now for Nick. I'm feeling good about this. And then by the end of the night, I was like, I'm going to hold my brakes on this one. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll, we'll wait and see how this one goes. Yeah. So it sounds like based on the people, people are accusing of having this power. So Cliff, uh, Bella, um, Kemi, Ovi, uh, I guess Christy is one of them. So I'm not sure. Like, I'm assuming there's like two more or three more that are within contention for it because I don't remember seeing a list anywhere of exactly who we know has competed for this. this yeah, o- Ovi is another person that I think, uh, even Could if he wanted it. to tell somebody, he doesn't really have anyone to tell. Ain't nobody going to listen to him. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, he could, he could have it. And we don't even know what the competition was. We don't know like who might be more likely to have it or not. Yeah. And we don't, we still don't even know if it is a power. uh, Right. Or we don't know what it is. So, yeah. I mean, it's whack. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, Christy says that uh, she feels like she can't trust Jack. She feels like, you know, they Mm -hmm. are close, but she feels like he's pushing this agenda on her um and uh that's this is this is not she doesn't feel great about it um she there was a conversation uh earlier where uh she was talking about the the whole uh this is before she talks to tommy she talked to uh another group of people and where jack was involved about like should i do are are you are we sure we should do this and jack was just like we have to do this. And he was not really listening to her. And I think that started to get her thinking that like people are putting us as like a showman's or a duo or something, but it feels like he's just pushing his agenda on me that I am the one influenced by him. And that this is not like 
a mutually beneficial relationship, um, especially if I'm going to be targeted because I'm next to him. Uh, and so she's not really feeling that. And she's really starting to think that maybe she shouldn't be doing this. Um, uh, Tommy says, like, what is what does your gut tell you is the right thing to do? And she says, targeting Catherine. That was my that was my gut reaction. That's what I want to do. Um, but Tommy says, well, look, people are not going to trust you if you change your plan here at the at the at the last minute. Uh, you know, this is maybe not the best thing to do uh, right now uh, to rock the boat. Um, and then uh, Kemi is going to join the conversation uh, and sort of interrupt that bit of uh, of talk. But uh, it's, it's definitely not super solid at this moment, uh, at this moment in the night that uh, that Christie is going to go through with this Kemi backdoor. Yeah, no, it definitely doesn't. And I think um, the validity here with Christie's feelings is that she's mentioned where she thinks Jack is playing the better game than her at the moment. And it's clearly because she can tell Jack has pull. Jack has get Jack is kind of getting what Jack wants by having Kemi go. So if she looks forward even a week or two and someone decides I want to target Jack, they can't get Jack out. Who are they going to get out? The person they think that is in a pairing with her, uh, him, which is Christie. You know, it's like, I didn't steal your fate. I sealed your partner's fate. That's Christy. Christy will take the fall there. That's not great. So I do think there's a lot of validity in her feeling this way and thinking about this. And Catherine is who she wanted to go up, get rid of initially. And if she even does go through with putting Kemi up, there's going to be a, a bit of time until the um, vote happens where if she decides, you know what, screw this. Like, I, I wanted Catherine gone. I think it's better for me. She can try and maybe make that happen. There's enough movement in this house. There's enough people that have kind of vocalized they don't want Kemi gone that maybe a coalition could form as early as this week. I don't know if it's going to happen. Maybe Tommy being this way. I mean, like, you know, it's the easy vote that could work. But at the same time, this is Christy. This is someone who we've seen have a lot of empathy. She oscillates between like not caring or like being okay with things, but then changing back. Like he's just a human being. You know, she has her emotions where she's talking about backdooring Kemi and then Kemi's the one who walks in and consoles her as someone who's a spiritual person. Catherine uh, Christie, she probably felt like this is kind of a sign. Like this is something that is clearly bothering her and she's having a hard time with it. And I feel like the way she's been floating this out throughout the night is she just wants to hear someone, a couple people agree with her and she'll not do it. So we'll see if she gets that before the veto ceremony. Yeah. And again, I feel like if if Bella was a little bit more like on top of what was going on, if Bella mm-hmm. had gone upstairs and talked to Kat, to Christy, then uh, I do feel like Bella, if she was even inclined to, could have been the person to be like, no, maybe you're right. Um, but she didn't have that, you know, uh, Tommy, I think probably rightfully doesn't want to rock the boat. It doesn't really matter to Tommy either way who goes mm. home. Um, and it's better for him if Christy is not pissing people off, uh, because Christy is a valuable asset to him, uh, who can help bring him into things or that he can bring into, to, into things. So, uh, it's obviously in his best interest. And then the next people Christy's going to talk to are sis and Holly. We know that Holly, again, knows uh, Catherine from outside of the house, or at least we are pretty, uh, pretty sure about that. Um, Mm -hmm. And so obviously Holly has a lot of incentive to keep Catherine around. And so when Christy tells Sis and Holly these things uh, that she feels like she maybe can't trust Jack and that maybe she doesn't want to go through with this, uh, Holly's line is basically because Holly doesn't like Jack either. uh, (laughs) Well, here's what we should take away from this. Still backdoor Kemi. 
but know in the back of our heads that uh, Jack can't be trusted. When it gets down to the eight, he's the first one to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was that was really what uh, what they what what Holly wanted to take advantage of the situa- situation to be like like okay okay I, I hear what you're saying. How about we do what I want and and then not what you want. That's how about that though. <laughs> that that's you know as long as we do it at the eight, then it's good. You know, one for us and then one for me. That's how it should be. That's how the breakdown should be. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that's that's what uh, that's what they were. And then they talked about Jack being super sketchy and, you know, trying to form final fives and how they're probably not involved in those final fives, even though they actually kind of are in most of them. Um, they just don't know it yet. Yeah. Um, but it's it's very bad for Jack that word has already gotten out that he's making final fives and people who are in who are involved in those final fives are hearing about the fact that he's making final fives before they heard that they're in the final fives he's an idiot he's like like the fact of the matter is he's been talking about these final fives predominantly with the dudes and then he's like just like yeah any of the chicks are good like just bring to like dummy like what do you mean any of the chicks just talk to these people let them know so yeah they're gonna hear about this like well i didn't even know this guy is hella sketchy you know what i want taryn you know what I've put out there? This is my, this is what I would like. We get to the vote. We get to the uh, eviction and Kemi stays and Fessy Momoa is officially born and he goes, who flipped? That would be the best thing to happen. I feel like Jack had so, uh, has, I'm not going to say had because like it's still day two of the season. Um, he has a lot of potential. He has a lot of pull, but I do feel like he's letting it slip through his fingers by being messy like this. Mm-hmm. So we could see this is definitely backfiring on him right now. And people are definitely weary of him. They still kind of want to stick it out with him because of the fact that they've got this eight. You know, it's like when you have something that you think could get you through the next four weeks, get you to jury. Why make that mess that up? Why break it down? So for right now, it's like a bit of a bit of a fight. But the more and more this guy comes out and tries to do things and tries to like take control or do more than he needs to. The more and more people are going to be reluctant because they're like, well, I don't want to get to the end with this guy. He's also a comp beast. If he has all the pull, he's also got all the pull. He's going to be in the leaderboard for winning. So the more and more he does all this stuff, it's going to end badly for him. Yes. uh, I personally feel that it's probably too late to save Kemi from the back door. Um, that if it was going to happen, it needed to happen last night. The veto ceremony is probably uh, too soon. I mean, I don't think it's today, but it'll probably be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, it's, I always get confused about the two week schedule, um, but I imagine that it's going to be tomorrow. I don't know if there, if one day is enough after you know the 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 talk last night to uh, to unlock this from happening. Um, it is possible, but uh, but I do feel like hope is not lost even if it does go through, uh, right. because you know it, it it then depends on how Kemi reacts to being backdoored. Um, if Kemi is like screw you christy i hate you i'm gunning for you uh then nothing can be done uh but if kemi is like like why 
Mm-hmm. Like, why did this happen? And Christy doesn't really have much of an answer and breaks down like, oh, it's because Jack wanted it to. Uh, then Kemi can be like, don't play his game. Like, I, I am an ally for you. Uh, I do feel like they could scrape some votes together. Um, again, if Bella had any game sense, she would want to keep Kemi around. Uh, if Bella wants to keep Kemi around, then they could maybe get Nick on board. If Nick is on board, he could bring people like Sam on board. He might even be able to convince somebody like Jack. Jack, but who knows um then uh of course uh with christy you could probably get tommy who probably doesn't care much either way um you know so there are a lot of votes on the table that could be uh, rallied to the cause of kemi even if she is put on the block so i'm, I'm hoping that we do have uh, uh we have some fight left in us this week yeah no and I, and I feel like at the very least whether we have the fight or not we're gonna see it we're going to see some kind of bout go on. We're going to see some kind of movements go on. Cause like you said, as long as Kemi doesn't do that, doesn't have like, doesn't get really angry with Christy and kind of comes. Cause like what happened last night when Kemi comes in and consoles Christy, Christy feels so much worse about what she's about to do. You know, that's how it's going to be. So if it's going to be more of that approach, that's good. The, on the other hand too, you've got Catherine saying stuff like, uh, like, yeah, no, I, I think I'm fine and I don't want to go, but like, you know, I kind of also miss my friends. Like, so if Catherine kind of just keeps spinning her wheels like that and saying stuff like that, it could easily end up having people feel like, well, then why am I going to keep this person who doesn't even want to be here? So it's not all done. We'll just have to see how this goes. Um, it is exciting. I don't think it's anything set in stone here. So at the very least, I think we're going to have a fun couple of days of feeds right now before this, uh, this eviction. Yeah. And I mean, for what it's worth, because uh, we'll talk about this next, Nick and Bella, or sorry, uh, but just before we get there, uh, Christy, Sis and Holly, they'd also talk about making a, a, a four um mm-hmm. with uh with tommy i think um so uh that that's happening too there's yeah. a lot of fours and fives and eights and sixes and threes <laughs> um but then so uh nick and bella have a long conversation bella is having uh some trouble emotionally in the house um she talked a lot about like her father and um and 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 some other things uh and so uh he was sort of comforting her uh being her therapist to some Mm -hmm. degree uh and he let her know that he actually is a therapist um and so they're getting closer uh again like this is this is a potential showman's here nick did talk about how he also kind of likes sis but not sure if that's reciprocated and so on and so forth but uh but this is a potential thing here um so uh keep on, on the lookout for that but but again so so with nick being so close to bella he has already talked about how he likes Kemi and he has no reason to take Kemi out himself uh, for as much as it would ben- benefit uh, Bella to keep Kemi around. It also kind of benefits Nick to keep uh, uh, Kemi around because Kemi, by extension, can be a number for him, whereas yeah. Catherine is certainly not. So uh, just an, another another piece on the puzzle there uh, in terms of you know this this potential vote. Yeah. And it kind of goes back to what you mentioned about the fact that everyone kind of does see Jackson with Catherine. No one sees Catherine benefiting their game really amongst these people. So if they all kind of like come, like decide, you know what, Kemi, like she, like she, I could, you know, I like Kemi. I'm good with Kemi. I see no reason for Kemi to go. We could see the, the shift in the tide there. It could really happen. And I do think that this Nick and Bella 
uh, pairing is a dangerous one. I think this is going to, this could be a power alliance, a power pairing. We just got to see how it plays out and how they situate themselves within the house with this fluidity of the alliances going on right now. But I do think these, these two together could be a big, big thing in the game. Yes. Uh, and I'll say right now, I feel like uh, if Holly and Catherine did not know each other from outside of the house, I think Catherine might already be like the vote might have already gone. Like, yeah, I really I think that Holly was uh, instrumental in keeping Christy on track with backdooring Kemi and she doesn't even seem to like particularly love Catherine in the house. Like I think that without that outside connection and pre pregame planning, uh, Holly would have been pretty fine with just letting Catherine go there and just jumping on board with Christy and, uh, and Tommy. So uh, I, I think Catherine is already sort of hanging on by a thread and that thread is Holly. Um, yeah. And uh, we'll have to see if that thread is strong enough to keep her around for uh, the next, you know, six days. Yeah, five days. Five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. It's on Wednesday. Yeah, it's so odd. I'm gl- I'm so glad we're going to go back to Thursday after next week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So that's what we have for you today. And unless there's anything else, Puya. Um, let's see. So nothing like killer and important. Just a couple of bits and pieces that I saw throughout. Um, number one, Sam didn't know Dina Lohan's name and called her Yvonne. I think <laughs> yeah. so. <laughs> then somebody corrected it was like no it was dina yeah, dina 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 what no dina <laughs> yeah and then someone said i really didn't know who was on that season so that was great um there is a clip floating around of nick uh talking smack about matt again yep uh serial boy matt calling him garbage and then talking smack about raven so that's the thing that's going on um who who was it i think christy called angela evil effing evil so mm-hmm. that's a thing so the house guests are already having fun uh, giving their commentary and takes on past house guests so which you know is going to just be drama city um so that those are fun always yeah, is, is nick our twitter embodiment person of the season because it was rockstar last year but now we've got nick who's like trashing the big brother 19 contestants that's twitter mm-hmm. loves to do that uh yes. he's showmancing bella who's like everybody's favorite person and probably wishes they could showmance mm-hmm. uh i feel like uh maybe he's on track to be our, our twitter uh embodiment i think right now he's he's uh he's the uh front runner and then i think the dark horse here is nicole i think nicole is <laughs> yes. someone who could take over there certainly got that young rock star kind of thing going so we could see nicole take it away right now it kind of does look like nick is in the forefront uh, shading the ones we uh we shade and feeling the things we feel so we'll see if he keeps that going we'll find out um and then there was another thing um oh yeah no just to put a cap on it okay so we started with ovi let's kind of finish with ovi so yes everybody it's been rough watching this kind of go down not great um still optimistic though they, they can still they can still come back from it um i think ov has thick skin i think he's going to do fine obviously he shouldn't have to deal with this kind of nonsense but this happens um and it's important to remember that we're here to have fun hopefully it does not get worse from here i sincerely hope hopefully this is just first week and then we move on and everything's hunky-dory everything's nice everything's rainbows i hope so fingers crossed um but yeah, much love to everybody. Love and positivity to everybody. 
Yes. All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. You can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taren. You can find Puya at Puyaism. Uh, you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taren Armstrong, if you want to hang out there. Uh, we've got some some great stuff uh, coming coming your way, hopefully. Uh, we've got, uh, of course, the Sunday night recap will be, uh, will be coming up soon. Monday night, we will have the first roundtable of the season. That should be fun. And then uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. It's a weird schedule, but we're on top of it. Um, and of course, I'll be back tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern to update you on everything that happened today on the live feeds. Uh, Liana is returning for the season, but not yet. Yes, she's, she's still she's traveling, I think, for the first two weeks. Yeah, she's got a conference she's going to. And yeah, she will be back. Promises yes. have been made and she will uphold those promises, I believe. <laughs> so uh, no Liana tomorrow, but soon. Soon. Liana Saturdays will be back. Yeah. Uh, all right. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Uh, we'll see you next time. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.